The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz, are you ready? Oh my God, Jody! I am totally ready. Let's get radical, shall we? Uh, I'm Liz Gold, and I'm with Jody Paydar, and you're listening to Let's Get Radical Business Talk Unfiltered. Uh, and today we have a really great show lined up for you. We're going to be talking all about sales uh, with Richard. Uh, I'm sorry, Ronald Thomas. Ronald, how did I get do that? Ronald Thomas, the senior sales trainer for Sage, and and we're going to have a uh, Fantastic time learning all about the science of sales, which, you know, uh, Jody, if you know me, it's it's not easy to make a sale, is it? Well, and right, and I think that um, sales is one of the most important parts of business, and there are so many people who go down the entrepreneurial path because they're so good at whatever it is that they do, but they forget that if they can't sell, they're going to go out of business really, really quickly. Um, and the other thing that we're going to talk about today that's really cool is Sage Summit, which is going to be in Chicago, my, ho- my hometown. And it's, um, it's like one of the coolest uh, shows for small and medium businesses. And I'm just so excited that we get to kind of talk about it and hopefully get some people to come to Sage Summit as well. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool stars like, uh, who's going? We know Ashton Kutcher is going. We know Zooey Duchanel is going. Uh, Jody Paydar is going to be there. <laughs> Liz Gold's going to be there. <laughs> Ronald so, Thomas is going to be there. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, a bunch of different stars. I think Richard Branson is one of the headliners, right? Um, um, and the Killers. Right, the Killers. And um, some people from Shark Tank. So it's, you know, for people that don't know Sage, you know, maybe um, when we introduce Ronald, he can give us, you know, a good background on, you know, who Sage is and why they're important to small businesses. But, you know, I'm super psyched to go. And um, it's in July. And uh, And it's in Chicago. So without... Um, further, you know, ado, let's get started here and let's get um, let's get some information about um, Ronald Thomas, who is our guest today. And he is a senior sales trainer for the technology company Sage. And for 11 years, he's facilitated many training sessions and has trained the best 
of um, how to how to sell, right? So his his specialty is teaching people how to be top salespeople. And uh, when he's not doing that at Sage, he's um, glued to his computer screen. And I have to say this too: he's a total fanboy of Let's Get Radical. So we were so we're just so that. excited to have you here. <laughs> and so uh, did I do a pretty good job introducing you? Yes, you did actually, and. Um... You, you you forgot the unapologetic geek part, but I can let that go. <laughs> well, so, would you yeah, would you like to fill us in on that? Well, yeah, um, I it's not something that I've ever shied away from. Um, I love tech, and I love being able to talk about tech and to learn new things. And I've been a um, computer geek since uh, 1980. I was about 10 years old, and was given as a present an Atari 400 computer. If you oh. remember, it was the brown one with the flat membrane keyboard. And uh, I've been hooked on PCs and tech ever since. And so um, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm glad to work for the company I work for right now because, you know, Sage is uh, one of the biggest technology companies in the world, and we are the technology company that champions small and medium businesses, which is why I listen to your podcast. That's awesome, and and we've um, I've been a partner of Sage for a while. Actually, I was one of the only non-employees to go on the Sage Listens RV tour, and I actually got to ride an RV through the desert, um, talking about cloud computing. How how crazy is that? But um, wow. it was it was a fun time. Um, so, but you know, we really want to kind of get into a little bit about your background Ron, and, and how did you like learn how to sell like what was the thing that made you learn how to sell well it's funny when I was a, a younger younger person um, I had a job uh, with uh, a company um, it was an airport concessionaire uh, the parody shops and they were uh, even now one of the top airport concessionaires for customer service and I learned a lot just out of school uh, working with that company on how to deal with people, how to interact with people. I got an opportunity to be in management with that company at a relatively young age, learned a lot at the time, and then I was able to uh, train a lot of people at the time. I'm in my 20s, and I'm training 17, 18-year-olds on how to do stuff. And it kind of stuck with me. And I took those experiences uh, throughout uh, other other jobs, and uh, when I had an opportunity to come here to Sage, um, initially I came in for the technology stuff. I, I actually worked uh, back end tech support, and when the opportunity came up to join the sales training team, uh, I jumped at it. And I knew uh, sales methods and methodologies. I'd learned that stuff and trained that before, but talking to the people that work with Sage and, and the people that use the Sage solutions, it's a different clientele than what I was used to. So it took me a little bit of time to get my feet wet. But uh, once I did, um, I realized that this was a fit for me. This is something that I enjoy doing. And uh, it's, it's just a great place to do it at. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So day to day, I mean, how, what do you, what does a typical day look like for you? in terms of training? Mm-hmm. Depending on whether or not I'm actually facilitating a class, because a, a facilitated session could take anywhere from 
uh, a couple of weeks to um, I've had facilitated sessions as long as um, eight or nine weeks, uh, depending on what we're training. But if I'm not doing a facilitated session, I am typically researching and getting ready for the next facilitated session. Um, I will also do monitoring with the team that I'm affiliated with. Uh, right now, um, I'm with the Sage Accountant Solutions team. So the group of people that I deal with sell to professionals, mainly financial professionals and CPAs. And so I will make sure that they have continuing education on how to have those conversations with their customers. And working the group that I'm working with right now, uh, it's a little different because their cust- our customers have their own customers. And so a lot of the information that we have to share with them, we also have to share it in a way so that our end customers can take the insights that we give them and share it with their customers. So it's and, it's a bit of a And challenge. you know, we're, we're a strange bunch of CPAs, right? So I'm sure we're probably one of the more difficult um, people that you've had to train. Is that correct, or we're actually not so bad? Well, it depends. It depends. Now, um, when I met you at Sleater uh, last year, because you and I spent some time at Sleater last year, hopefully you remember that, Jody. Um, I do. We, you see, that was a group of people where everybody was pretty much, you know, commonality. You know, talking about technology with that group was pretty easy. I've done other shows where technology isn't something that was really thought of very highly and and for those it can be a bit of a tougher sell but the cool thing is right now is we're living in a time where the tech is making it so if you have the inclination and the proclivity and you want uh, to do your own business maybe even start your own firm uh, you can start your own firm with a couple hundred bucks in some phones, um, a couple hundred bucks a month for the right program, some phones, some clients, and, and you can get started. So technology has really leveled the playing field so that uh, people who are, you know, small firms can actually do things that maybe even 10 or 15 years ago only a larger firm could do. So it's, it's, it's a little slow sometimes, but, but we're definitely getting the message across and we're definitely seeing upticks in people adopting technology because a lot of the CPAs are recognizing they need it. Yeah. And I also think that CPAs don't like the word sale. You know, they, I, you know, maybe I feel like maybe Jody is exempt from this, but like a lot of CPAs don't want to have like this sort of like, Oh my God, I have to sell to my clients or my customers. So, um, but I guess my, before we sort of launch into the science of selling, which we'll get a little bit um, further on in the show, I was just curious, is there a difference between selling a product and selling a service? And if so, how do you, uh, how do you train people in that difference? The difference between training a product and training a service, really, it's, it's the method by which you do the training. Uh, training or uh, selling a product lends itself to solution selling, which is kind of the, the way that you know, I was taught uh, sales way back uh, in the 80s up until today, and that has pretty much been the norm. Uh, solution selling works with products and solution, uh, products when you can define a clear ROI, the person who has the uh, problem can really pinpoint it and look at it and see it and, and get it, wrap their hands around it, um, that lends itself to solution selling. But usually mm-hmm. with a service, you're probably going to have to deal with something a little bit different because service selling is a little bit more complex 
And for those complex types of sales, solution selling doesn't really work all that well. Okay. You just have to take a different approach. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about digging into the science of selling and and get into a little bit more of the sales processes, you know, solution selling versus insight selling, um, and and talk about how we can use LinkedIn to um, make sales. Yes, it's good stuff. (laughs) Okay. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical, and uh, I'm Liz Gold, and I'm with Jody Pater. Our guest today is Ronald Thomas. He's a senior sales trainer for Sage, and we're super excited to have him on the show. Um, and we just want to take a quick moment to say thank you to our sponsors, uh, Avalara and Bill.com. Thank you. Um, and so, Ron, we've been talking a lot about 
the science of selling, or at least we want to get into the science of selling. We were talking a little bit about, you know, service selling versus um, product selling in the last segment. So what is the science of selling? Is that, is that a thing? Like how did, who made that up? And it, you know, what can you tell us about that? Well, it's actually a very much a thing. And <laughs> I, one of the cool things about the time that we live in now is that a lot of things that we thought were true, we can actually now prove with MRI imaging and brain imaging. And we can find out that some of the assumptions that we had really weren't true. Um, I'm going to recommend for those who want to read more up about this, um, Jeff Bloomfield, he wrote a book called um, Story-Based Selling. He also has a website. It's uh, uh, www.braintrust101.com. Those are some really good places to get uh, some more of this type of information. Um, Phenomenal. And he's talked to a lot of people who deal with uh, neuroscience. And the data that we have on the brain keeps changing. I mean, years before, we used to think that there was like a left brain and a right brain. And I'm sure you two have heard that term before. You know, the left brain is your rational brain. Your right brain is your emotive and emotional brain. Uh, We've now really learned that it's not really halves. It's more like layers now. Hmm. And that there are three layers to the brain. Yes. And uh, the, I'm going to get a little geeky. I'll try to, to speed, it, uh, speed it up a little bit, but I've got to lay the foundation. Um, the neocortex, which is the outer layer, that's your thinking brain. That's where your logic, analysis, rational thought, skepticism, and judgment, that part of the brain is that. Your limbic system, which is uh, inside of the neocortex, it's where your feeling brain is. Memory, feelings and emotions, anxiety, visualization all come from there. And then you have your root brain, which is like your brain stem. You might have heard of it called a lizard brain or an extinctive brain. And that's where our autonomic system is, breathing, hunger, thirst, survival, and safety. And when I mentioned before that now we can actually look at the brain and see what the brain does, it used to be the conventional wisdom suggested that the rational or thinking part of the brain is what ran the show when it comes to making decisions. But science has absolutely proven that to be 100% incorrect. Hmm. So basically, we buy stuff not rationally, right? Exactly. What we do is the root and limbic system, the instinctive and emotional part, are what are the trigger to make a decision to sell, and then the neocortex, the rational brain, comes in afterwards to justify and rationalize the decision. And it's rare, it's possible that the neocortex, the rational brain, will uh, might try to override the, the emotional brain, but it usually doesn't, and, and in fact, it goes out of its way to try to reinforce what the, what the uh, buying brain, the, the limbic and the root brain come up with. And the reason why this is so important when it comes to sales is because traditional sales methodologies, I mean, when you read things, which part of the brain do they usually hit when you think about it? Most training methodologies. It's the smart don't, brain. It's the logical piece, right? Yes. Don't they hit that neocortex? But that is the absolute wrong place to hit because the neocortex is that same part of the brain that is skeptical 
a little cynical, and it's the one that will try to protect the brain owner um, from making a decision. Hmm. But when you talk to people and you use the emotional side, you hit that limbic and root brain, then people respond differently. And here's a truism. I'll, I'll ask you both this. This is a truism. Um, you've heard this before. When, if you were to, to finish this sentence, people buy from people they, what would like. you say that? Like, yes. What else? No. You don't think it would be like? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Like and no. Oh, like no. Like okay people they no. know. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That's, no, I'm that's not being okay. in the center, right? Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> no, K-N-O-W, not N-O. <laughs> yes, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, those are very true. And the thing about trust and no mm. is those things all come from the limbic and root brain. And as human beings... We tend to like people that we trust, mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. buy from people that they trust, and then people like people that they can connect with. So the science of selling really talks to the best way to get to someone and to sell them something is to not try to hit their logical brain right from the beginning. You so it's like Jedi mind, mind tricks. Well, in a way, but it's 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 actually just being more um, sophisticated and and aiming a little bit better where your messaging needs to go, because you need the facts. You have to have facts to help justify it. And again, the neocortex wants facts to help justify the decision. But what happens is people will go in on facts when really what you need to do is you need to wrap your facts around a story. Yeah. So how does that translate into sort of how you actually sell? You know, like what are some strategies that you use? And you're probably going to get to this, but, you know, to sort of get to the emotional piece. What we do is we train um, to make sure that people understand that since facts wrapped in a story resonate far more than just hitting somebody with a dump truck of knowledge and a dump truck of facts mm-hmm. is to help them see themselves in a scenario, our customers, where using our solutions uh, in a non-threatening way, using our solutions will benefit them and also helping them to think what the consequences are if they choose not to use the solution. Uh, there's a term for it called uh, rational drowning. This is part of uh, the challenger sales methodology, and it's, it's basically tied with inside selling. And the goal with that is to make a person really slightly uncomfortable but not threatened by making sure that they understand that if they don't take an action, um, there are going to be consequences down the line if they don't. And then once you let them know what that circumstance is, through whatever story or whatever analogy you give them, then you give them the way out. So you don't just leave them there. You, you make sure that you let them know you can trust us because we're going to give you the reasons and talk to you in a way that you'll trust us as a person. And then we will show you that you can trust us professionally because we will have the knowledge that it takes to help you with your solutions. We will also have the 
uh, insight to help you make good decisions, and then we can show you how the solutions that we have will benefit you. And this is new for B2B sales, right? I mean, like I think for um, B2C sales, like to the consumer, like they've always kind of talked about storytelling. But I think for business to business sales, this is kind of a new idea. Is that correct? Relatively, because, yeah, B2B forever was that solution selling methodology. And solution selling, uh, that methodology came out all the way back in 1975. And for the longest time, that was the way that people understood to sell the business. You know, it was to have the open and then ask your probing questions and then present your solution, uh, overcome your objections, and then transition into a close. And that was the way to sell. And in fact, up until 2012, that was pretty much the way, you know, we sold. And it was really, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, finish your thought. Oh, no problem. It's, um, I had had the privilege a couple of years ago to do for uh, the Sage team uh, here in Atlanta, Um, We have an annual sales kickoff, and I was able to basically do a whole session bringing the concept of insight selling to the floor, um, about four or 500 people, and it really resonated with the sales team because the products that are easy to solution sell are also the same products that are easy to commoditize. And mm. when you commoditize something, you're, you're breaking something down to the least amount of money a person can pay. And a commoditized uh, sale is, in many people's minds, an expense. Mm. But right. if you're an expense, you know, what's your attitude towards an expense versus an investment? You cut expenses. Right. But you don't mind spending money in an investment. And really, in a lot of cases, the difference between investment and expense, a lot of it is mental and a lot of it is based on what value we see in whatever product or solution that we have. And inside selling and that methodology lends itself to being able to show a person the value of what you are offering. You know, Sage, we, we sell small to small and medium businesses. We sell uh, solutions that they need to run their business, uh, you know, paying people, you know, getting paid, you know, doing payroll, doing accounting. So your attitude towards those solutions changes if you think what you're using it for is for an expense or if it's an investment in order to make your business grow. And that's why solution selling helps uh, doesn't really talk to that, whereas inside selling does. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah, I mean, because what you said earlier, you want to make them slightly uncomfortable, but not threatened, you know, in terms of the product they're going to use. And if they don't buy it, this is what's going to happen. So you're essentially like, you know, um, addressing their pain points. Yes, but you have to do it in, in a way that's non-threatening. And yeah, the, re- right. the reason why you have to not threaten them is because the minute somebody feels threatened, and this goes back to that whole uh, neuroscience uh, in the brain, um, scientists have also been able to show all of the different neurotransmitters that get hit when you're in a good state. And uh, cortisol is one that is, it's called the stress uh, hormone. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of it is good. A little bit of it is good because it keeps, you on your, keeps an edge on you and it keeps you focused. 
too much of it is bad because then it, it kicks in adrenaline and adrenaline and cortisol are two of the absolute last things that will help a person to foster feelings of trust in you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when you get that like annoying feeling when you're like, oh my God, I just wish that sales guy would go away. Right? I mean, pretty much. Pretty much. And that's, and that's what you want to avoid because, and, and one of big dangers, uh, particularly for people who know their solutions really well, and, and solution selling, again, talks to this, is you're always taught that you should be a SME and a subject matter expert on your product and your solution. And you do need to know your product or your solution. But the reason why solution selling doesn't work as well as it used to is that there have not been studies that have come out that have said that 60% of the decision to buy in a business-to-business environment is made before a business-to-business customer reaches out for assistance. Hmm. And so think about so, it. Yeah, so the information is readily available now because of the internet, et cetera. So it's no longer like you need that sales guy to tell you all the features and everything because you've already done all the research before. And now you're just looking to have someone like to connect to, to, to actually sell to you as opposed to to have the guy come and show you, you know, the widget. Exactly, because today, the hardest thing about business-to-business selling, and and I'm in a telesales environment, so for many of the people in your group uh, that that listen to the podcast, B2B is a little bit easier when you can actually have that face-to-face time and talk. You can still do a telesales, but the hardest thing about B2B selling today is that since customers don't need you the way that they used to, we have to adapt to the way that they need us. And to your point, Jody, they don't need us to tell them about their solutions. They need to help have us help them navigate through the information that they have to make sure that they've either made the right decision or to make sure that they have taken into account everything they need to take into account before they make a decision. Great so, stuff, Ronald. Oh, Thank yeah, you. It's th- Yeah, the knowledge is there, so, yeah. We're going to continue this right after our break. Stay tuned. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. 
Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is Ronald Thomas, a senior sales trainer for Sage. And we were just talking about all kinds of right brain, left brain stuff, which was like completely amazing as it relates to sales and how we think um, and the emotional connection and why that's important to um, building relationships and obviously and what to help you buy. Um, so... Before we launch into learning a little bit about social selling on LinkedIn, I just want to say, everybody, you guys can contact us um, at Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. And we're also on Facebook, Let's Get Radical. Um, And so, Ronald, you know, can you talk to us a little bit about LinkedIn? Because our listeners are small businesses, creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, and, you know, how can they use LinkedIn to meet, you know, get some warm leads, turn warm leads into hot leads? How, how can they best use it? Well, it's definite that I, I would strongly recommend that they do use it because in a business-to-business environment, chances are the people that you sell to have LinkedIn and they're probably using it. And Mm -hmm. social selling, which is what you would use LinkedIn for, um, the sales are indirect, but the sales actually do come. And the the social selling is basically you building a strong personal brand. And it is about understanding the role of your content that either you create or that you curate, how you can use that to tell a good story, and then how that can help you grow your social connections. So... So what's interesting to me about that is, um, you know, Liz and I have actually kind of created that personal brand together, right, Ronald? Like if you yeah, know us, right? Absolutely. Yes, yes, absolutely. And the, the, the personal brand is important because going back to the Internet, 
everybody today uses the Internet to try to buy. And in your business-to-business environment, your LinkedIn, for lack of a better word, is your, is your business card for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And for the digital kids, it is the way that they're going to find out about you. So you want to make sure that your brand consists of those things that make you unique and that you have um, show your professional uh, success and you make sure that that success is tied to your own business or if you work for another business, the business you work with, and that you use time that you might spend on things that are less important uh, to help you find and nurture your next customers and grow the business. And that's what LinkedIn uh, for our team here um, at Sage, uh, the Sage Account and Solutions team, we use LinkedIn for this all the time. And when you have the social and you have the social imprint and you have the content, um, that results in you having a great personal brand. And that great personal brand in turn brings you business. I've seen and and worked with uh, several individuals over here. Uh, One of the individuals that I initially sales trained, uh, we worked together on the Sage Account Solutions team. He routinely gets leads from LinkedIn because when you look up Sage Account Solutions, his name is usually at or near the top. And so when he's talking to accountants about the solutions that we have, they Google, they look up his LinkedIn profile, they see him there, they see him talking about the solutions. It gives you an air of credibility that, and it makes it easier for you to want to listen to somebody. And, and, and in mm-hmm. turn, that makes it easy for you to sell. Absolutely. So now I'm going to get into like my favorite part about the financial underwear drawer. And I'm going to ask you about metrics that you should probably be watching to see if all the stuff you're doing on LinkedIn or all the stuff that you're doing is actually, um, you know, what's the ROI of it, right? Because I think too many people say, oh, you know, like you're just wasting time on social media. You're just wasting time on LinkedIn. What are some of the metrics that you use around sales to know that you're doing the right things to see if it, if it comes back to you? What we do here for those uh, LinkedIn social selling, and social selling is not something that you can just do immediately. It doesn't immediately jump in and do something. It does take some time to cultivate and nurture. But what usually will happen when it starts to work well is you will see a dramatic uptick in your level of interactivity between yourself and your clients. And you will also get LinkedIn or potential clients. You will also get LinkedIn requests from people who are looking for solutions or they will send you leads, usually themselves send you leads, that they're interested in your solutions or services and want you to call them back. Um, one thing that is really good for LinkedIn, and um, uh, we have sales navigator accounts, and that's a little bit uh, of, of an additional expense, but... For those who use the Sales Navigator um, license, what that allows you to do is that allows you to send LinkedIn in-mails, which is you know, LinkedIn's branded email. And one of the things that uh, LinkedIn has talked about in saying that they show when you send in an in-mail, um, you get a 10% uh, return on the in-mails that you go out, even if you've never contacted the person before. Now, that doesn't sound like a big number, but a cold call from a regular email is somewhere in the neighborhood of about 2%. Right, right. So you 
you get more when you use it for that purpose. And actually, I've talked to some sales leaders here at Sage where a couple of our divisions have seen 50% return engagements uh, from people using LinkedIn in mails. So Right. And then it's like a numbers game, right? So then it's like mm-hmm. the more you can get out, then the more come back, correct? Yes. But also, it's not necessarily just the, the quantity. It's also the quality. Um, okay. What I've learned, and, and I'm not a direct salesperson, so when I do my uh, LinkedIn social selling, I'm usually referring leads over to the team. But you find that when someone replies back to your in-mail, and I've, I've seen it, where people wouldn't respond to a cold call, they wouldn't respond to a cold email, but you send them a LinkedIn in-mail about something and they almost invariably get back in touch with you. So it takes time to cultivate and build that brand, but once you have built it, it pays dividends. And so it's something that... Uh, I would, I would recommend that every small business owner who, who wants to sell in the, in the modern age right now to, to do social selling, and there are really a couple of things that they can do with that. Um, you know, build up your brand, you know, do your profile on LinkedIn, get a professional picture, put a picture in there, um, talk about not just your position, but what you want to do for somebody when they contact you or get in touch with you, what will you do for them? You don't just say, I'm Ronald, I'm a senior trainer. You say, I'm Ronald, I'm a senior trainer. Um, my goal is to help uh, people uh, become better salespersons and, and better people. Something that you can tie to the brand. Um, and then extending out the network, talk to key influencers. You'd be surprised how good you can get responses back from people who are very high up or very known in the industry just by being polite and pleasant and setting out to engage with them. And I've seen this totally myself, that people that I'll ping on Twitter will respond to me, whereas I know if I would have sent an email or if I would have tried to call them, I would have gotten like through, I wouldn't have been able to get through the gatekeepers. But I know via social, like those gates are open because like the people who are on social want to be social. So like, and they can respond on their own time, which I think is different. Whereas like in the old world, you used to have to get past the, you know, the admin or whatever. But this stuff is all so good. But we have to take a break. So I just want to give one more shout out to Bill.com and Avalar, who are our partners. And I, and I know they're Sage's partners as well. And um, yeah. with that, we'll um, be back in a few. And we'll talk about Sage Summit, which is going to be so awesome. Yeah. Find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And uh, we've been talking with Ronald Thomas, a senior sales trainer for Sage, and we've been getting some fantastic uh, information about selling and uh, the science of selling and and the secrets to selling. So um, before we move into talking about the exciting event coming up in July, um, what Ronald, what is your number one tip? Um, you could give to small business owners around closing deals? Probably the number one tip that you want to do is you want to make sure that to close the deal, you make sure that you have a great connection with the person that you're talking to. You need to get to know your customer, and when you have your conversations with them and you're closing, um, that saying ABC always be closing, um, that's kind of adversarial. If I were going to flip it around, I would say that the best way to ABC would be always be connecting. Mm-hmm. Love it. You have, yeah. You have that connection, it's going to lead to the sale. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that way they'll, they'll look at you more as a valued resource than just somebody to do the transaction with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I so love that. Always be connecting. It's great so, advice. 
tell us about what's going to happen at um, Sage Summit in Chicago, which is my hometown, and um, what you're going to be doing there and um, what Sage is going to be doing there. But first, maybe uh, tell people when it is. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be good. Um, it'd be July uh, 26th through uh, 28th, 25th through 28th. I apologize. It's going to be at the McCormick Place uh, down in Chicago, like I said, in Jody's area. Um, uh, I'm going to be um, doing something. <laughs> something. I have a, but, um, it's, it's still a little bit up in the air as to what I'm going to be doing, but um, I am going to be uh, taking care of something out there at Sage Summit and, and looking forward to um, seeing when there. It's, Sage Summit is a big deal for us because it is um, the largest um, uh, one of the largest conventions in North America for getting small and medium businesses of various types together in one place. And we help you get skilled. Um, we help you learn different things. Um, we help you get your strategy together. You mentioned all the names of the people that were coming in the beginning. Um, you two are going to be there and doing some stuff. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we, I think we can repeat those people because I yeah. think they're phenomenal names. I mean, Richard Branson and um, the no, Shark Tank. Yeah. Yeah, the Shark Tank person and Zoe Deschanel, who you might know from, um, what's that show she's on? I'm like totally blanking it, but it she also co-founded, well, the new girl, correct. And she was also uh, co-founder of Hello Giggles. And then yeah. there, there's going to be Gwyneth Paltrow. I believe yeah. we all know her. She's Gwyneth an actress. And there. also um, she Ashton does Kutcher. Goop. Uh, yeah. And who else? Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, yeah. That's who I want to see because yeah. he's such a hottie. I'm so all over that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have like multiple selfies with um, Ashton Kutcher. That would be amazing. Um, and, and then I think the other thing is, is there's all the other, I'll say thought leaders in different spaces that are not necessarily big brand names, but they're kind of known, right? So they're like going to be people on like marketing and selling and, um, and accounting experts such as myself, the radical CPA, but there's going to be all kinds of like business detail that you want to learn from real, um, you know, thought leaders in the space to learn about other stuff. So, I mean, you can go for the big names, but I always think the content of the regular people is so good, right? So, you know, like, I mean, I mean, it's one of my favorite events of the year and usually I have to travel for it. And this year we don't, um, I don't have to travel for it. Um, we're bringing our team and it's just going to be phenomenal. But because you're listening to our show, we want to give you um, the coupon code, which is let's get radical, and you can get in for the price of one ninety nine for all three yes. days, which is phenomenal. And that is phenomenal because if you try to get that on the website right now, it'll say that that price point has expired. So, so where just, can they find out more? Well, you can find out more by uh, going um, to the web and. Um, uh, you can go to sage.com and you can look up Sage Summit. You can also type in uh, Sage Summit, uh, sage.com slash sage hyphen summit, and you'll see the information there. And again, you're going to love it. Tuesday, to, to your point, I, I, I agree, Jody. Tuesday and Wednesday, which are the days where you really get to learn uh, a lot of the, the, the stuff from the, the, the meat and potatoes learning stuff. Those are, well, I'm a trainer, so I guess I'm, I'm biased, but to me, those are the best days of Summit. 
those are where you really get to learn something and you get to foster some good relationships and get some good knowledge. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. there's a private concert by the Killers. Sorry. Okay, right. That, that's another thing that's happening. But, you know, it's not just about the software, even though obviously that's a big part of the conference. It's also, there's a ton of resources on how to run your business and, like Jody said, marketing and, you know, a variety of other things, too. Um, not to mention, you know, a lot of the stars that are going to be there. So, tons of stuff happening. Yes, and so, um, again, for, for the listeners of the podcast, um, it, it is definitely worth the trip. It's, it, you, you will get something really good out of coming down there, and so I, I hope to get a chance to see you there. And the code, again, to sign up uh, and get the discounted registration price is Let's Get Radical. And um, so, oh, yep. And one last thing, we're on iTunes now, so if you are listening to us on iTunes, give us reviews because we would love we would love some um, positive feedback on iTunes. And um, we want to just let uh, Ronald tell us where anyone who's listened to what he's had to say could reach out to him. So where can they find you? Sure, I'm on LinkedIn, obviously. So uh, just look up Ronald Thomas. Um, uh, I have my Twitter hashtag is trainer Ronald. And um, if you want to send me an email, I'll, I'll be happy to take the email. It'll be ronald.thomas uh, at sage.com. I'll be happy to. Fantastic. And, you know, you can always find us on Facebook under Let's Get Radical and reach out to us via email. We'd love to hear from you. Our email is Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. And, uh, Ronald, it's been such a pleasure to talk what to you. Yeah, what an awesome episode. What an awesome episode with one of our biggest fans. And it's been so awesome to have one of the people who's listened to us and supported us from the beginning um, on here talking about what they know about. So that has been so phenomenal. I thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on the show. It was truly a pleasure. It was a pleasure working with you, too. And next week, tune in. We're going to be talking to Natasha Case of Cool House, uh, you know, and who is like this amazing ice cream company that they took from a food truck to um, or a bus in Coachella to a now like five to ten food trucks. We'll have more information and great conversation for you next week. Thanks all. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.